0: welcome to Nora Speaks podcast. Are you a cat lover or a cat hater? And you might be asking, how come I can't be a cat hater? Yeah, some people hate cats. Some people hate animals in general. Some people are just afraid of them. And I know that simply because I I had phobia from cats. I used to actually, if I see a cat in my dreams, I would like wake up screaming. That's a nightmare for me. <laughs> I know. I know that's crazy. But let me tell you a story. Like when I was a child, I'm the only girl. So I'm the only girl with three boys. I am the oldest. And I spent so long, me and my brother alone, because my two younger brothers are 11 and 15 years younger than me. So I spent so long, me and one brother, so no sisters. I So I used to love staying at my aunt's and uncle's house because they had four girls and a boy. But I didn't care about the boy because I wanted the girls. So I love to spend time there. I had only one problem there. The room we actually spend the night at or sleep at, like with the girls' room, when you open the door, there used to be that picture, you know, like the canva, the canva, canva, you call it canva. I don't know if I'm saying this correctly or not. We call it canva in Arabic or I don't know if it's an Arabic word anyway, but, you know, like there was a picture of a cat standing, you know, when the cat stands and say meow, this is the type of picture they had on the wall. And whenever I spent the night there, I used to see this cat, that same cat in my dreams or nightmare. (laughs) She would meow on my face. And this is when I see myself screaming and everyone comes to the room like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing, nothing. Just saw the cat meowing at me. That was all. That's what my nightmare. Another story, just to show you how much I am <laughs> afraid of cats, not only me, actually, my cousins were the, the same. We were at my grandma's house and. It was um, one of the holidays, so we were a lot of us were there, and we were going down into the uh, in the elevator downstairs. So as soon as we opened that door, I was there with my cousins only kids. There was a cat there. She said, Meow, that's all she had to say, and all of us screamed loud. I don't know what all of us, but you know, it was loud enough to scare her. So this is how much I'm afraid of cats. Also, another story, and this is, can be like multiple stories, but you know, every time we go out and places in Syria where um, there would be some cats uh, in the restaurants going around because we're sitting outside in a kind of the countryside. So there's a lot of restaurants where where they have cats, and actually they have good food. So we go there and the cats would be going around under the table seeing if there is any food over there and I wouldn't sit still. I would just be so nervous. sometimes I put my feet on the chair under me like or a little bit like higher than the floor because and I would be so worried looking around if there is a cat going around or something. So this is my story with the cats. I used to really, really hate them and be afraid of them. And you know, would I say hate, him, hate them? Yeah, I did hate them because anytime, you know, when people see a picture with a cat, they say, oh, how cute, adorable, all of these things. I used to see, oh, OK, I don't see any cuteness in this. Uh, No, they're not cute. I don't like them. I don't love them. So that's how I used to be. And so, well, I have one more story before I said, until what? (laughs) My kids growing up, they always wanted a cat, especially my daughter. She wanted a cat. And also my son, he wanted a cat. But my daughter, like, would you know, girls, like, ask for what they need more. So I always used to uh, tell them, well, it's either me or a cat in this home. We cannot live together. So when you have your own home, you can have your cat. But I will not be visiting. Or you're going to have the cat somewhere hiding. So I don't want to see the cat. Like I can't live in a, with the cat in the same place. And so 2019. So 2019, I was about to... Partially move, not fully. I've never moved fully from Chicago, but I was about to partially move, travel between Houston and Chicago because my ex-husband used to actually work in Houston and my both kids actually um, were over 18. So they can stay here and I have family here in Chicago and also their dad is here. So they, and they have friends. So they have like a lot of support around them and they are now like over 18. So they can stay um, without an adult supervision because they were both adults. Right. So, but still my kids, you know, so, <laughs> so I did not want to move fully. So I was like, okay, partially moving to houston until actually they grow up more um i don't know until forever this is how it felt for me like forever so i was traveling back and forth but before i made that move i my daughter wanted a cat and i felt bad telling her no since I'm not gonna be here full time in Chicago. So I was like, okay, even though like I'll be spending two to three weeks every couple of months. Um, I don't want her to be lonely at home. So I didn't mind bringing a cat for her. I was like, okay, what about like when I come here? Well, okay, we'll deal with it when it's when it's happening. So two weeks before I move, we went and got a cat from a shelter. And that was a nightmare for me because I was so afraid. Imagine you're going to, not a shelter even, like it was um foster. Uh, yeah, someone fostering the cats and dogs. So imagine me going into a place full of cats and dogs. It was a nightmare. It wasn't really nice. <laughs> But, you know, it's my daughter, my baby, so I would do anything for her. So I went in and we got a cat. We selected, actually, she selected the cat. Um, She was, I think, six weeks old, I believe. She was so tiny, so small. So she selected the cat. And then um, I don't even remember if we took the cat right away or we, no, we didn't, I think. Or I can't remember. I can't really remember. So we either took it right away or uh the lady brought it later. One of these things. I don't remember. But the cat spent two weeks with me and in, in the house, and I was screaming every time she touches me or like come not even touching me, um, just coming close. I was scaring her all the time. And I felt bad, but, I mean, I couldn't help it. I can feel it in my body. Um, It was a nightmare for me. So I couldn't believe that, you know, like, I I just wanted the day of travel to come just so I don't live with a cat in the same house. (laughs) So time passed, and then I went to, to Houston And then in my first visits, I came home and both kids had programs. So they dropped me off at the house and they put the cat in the small bathroom. And I was like hearing her meowing and I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God, how can I stay here for I don't remember how long I was staying but at least like it would be like two to three weeks like how can I live with this cat like I can't have her in the bathroom all the time I felt so bad and she was meowing I was like I can't believe it so I can't I I need to fix this so my daughter comes home and I told her okay I want you to train me to deal with her because this cannot stay the same. I need to actually um, be okay with her so we don't have to put her anywhere and I feel bad for her. So she said, okay. So what happened is next morning, we stayed in my daughter's room. She closed the door. It was me, her, and the cats. And she started training me and having me like feeding her. And I was scared, but I'm determined to change. (laughs) I am determined to change. So it did pass. It did help a lot. And I was okay for me to stay with her without uh, having her locked somewhere with me, staying with her alone at home. So I was fine after that, like one to two hours of us locked in one room. So, but I couldn't carry her or anything, but okay, I was fine with her staying in the same place that I am in. So that's, Kept on until like one of the visits, like when when I was in Texas, actually, my daughter, she really insisted to have another cat because she said like they are not home most of the time because they go to school and she gets bored. So she wants to bring another cat for her so she can play with the cats. And I said, no, I kept saying no, 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 no. Until one time she sent me a picture of a cat saying you know, the picture says, like, you know, this cat looking, looking for a new home. And she sent me that picture, and she insisted, you know, girls, when they want something, they, they got it. So, <laughs> so she got the cats. It's she He was six months old, and oh, my God, I loved him. He's so cute. He wouldn't try to scare you or anything. He is so cute. So when... I used to come to Chicago. He would stay in my lap so much. I didn't mind carrying him because he wouldn't even move. But the other one, she would like kind of trying to bite. She doesn't bite us, but she kind of like trying to like get off my face, you know? So I used to be scared to carry her, but I wouldn't mind carrying him. I loved him. And then... I used to put food for them when my kids were not home because even though when I'm visiting like I'm the most uh, I I'm, I'm home alone a lot like so most of the time they are out of the house. So I kept feeding them and they loved me at the end and I love them too. So So that's what happened. Now like I moved fully like after the divorce and everything, I moved fully to Chicago, and I spend the most time with them. If you knew me before, you would think, how come Noura spend her life <laughs> every day with these two cats alone? Most of the time, my kids are not home so much because they work, they go to school. So I work from home, so I'm always home with the cats. And I love them, actually, my daughter said like one time like she wants to probably find a temporary job somewhere else and maybe move temporary and I said no you would leave the cat like don't take the cats. So that's how much I love them now. And now I when I see pictures of cats I actually I actually love them and I think they are adorable. No nightmares anymore. So I tell you all of that to tell you one thing. I know I hear it a lot. No one changes. But I think all of us change if we decided to change. We can change our reality when we decide to change our reality. We can change our behavior when we decide to change our behavior. We can change everything. It's in our power to change. Actually, in fact, that's the only thing can never change. Change, never change. This is the fact that never change. That's the only true thing. Change always happening. So it's either going to take you, control you, and change you the way um, someone else's agenda, like you can follow someone else's agenda, or you can take control and do the change for positive things the way you want to change your life. Because. We hear it a lot. Like, I mean, I actually, personally, I hear it a lot in Facebook groups and other places, especially when there is a problem between spouses or maybe uh, partners or, you know, relatives, anything. Like, people always give that advice. No one change. So don't expect anything to change. Don't expect anyone to change. Well, you cannot change anyone that is true because we don't have control of each other over each other but you can change if you want to change they can change if they want to change you can change your reality so we have control over things we have control over our life over ourselves but we do not have control over other people however There's the power of love. If you love someone, you would make sure to change for them. Well, I'm not saying they control your life. No, but, you know, if the change is not going to hurt you and it's not going to affect you in a negative way, why not? Like the way I decided to change for my daughter to be happy and have her cats and for the cats not to be locked in um, in a bathroom when I'm home so and you can apply this for anything in life. if you truly love someone you would change for them I don't say you would change in a negative way again I wouldn't say you would hurt yourself no so If someone tells you, this is me and I will never change for anyone or for anything. Well, they don't love you. They don't love you enough to change. They want you to change always. So So you are the judge. See, like, if you want to change your life, what change you want to make. If you think you can change somebody and they don't want to change, they're not going to change. That's it. That's the story today. That's what I wanted to just share with you. And I will talk to you tomorrow. This was Nural al-Masri and Noorah Speaks Podcast. See you later.